Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. I'm in the medical field, and I think when you start out these things, you know, everything from the advertisement sounds so good that you're psyched up for it to work. It's working. Anyway, I'm happy. (laughs) Balance of Nature has made a big difference. It's just one of the greatest products, and it's just so simple, and it works. Balance of Nature is a fantastic product. You could tell it's real. You could taste it. And it gives you really good energy, and it's just right up there with rent, electric cable, like things that you have to have. I'm not cutting Balance of Nature. Uh Uh-uh. No, I love it. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code Kate. Mind Recovery. One nation under fraud. Completely visible with lying and spying for all. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I won't be laid a hand on. I don't do these things to other people. I require the same from them. All right, let's start the show off with a little John Wayne today. I just got off the Alex Jones show and uh, so glad to be part of your day today. We have a lot to discuss. And what I'm going to do is I am um, going to, um, I am going to hopefully... Uh, get these guys on the line right now, I hope. Um, so let's see here. Okay. I hope I have you guys. I'm not quite sure, but I have Sophie and Jen on. And I just got off the Alex Jones show, by the way. You can go check it out at band.video. Do I have... Oops. Okay. So um, let me... Uh, you know what? Usually... Okay. Are you there, Sophie? Yes. I'm so sorry. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Hold, hold the line just a second. I am going to try to do this. <laughs> you know what? I, I usually don't do this live. Okay, Jen, are you there too? Yes. Sophie? Yes, I am. Oh my gosh, I did it live. There we go. Okay. N- n- hardly <laughs> ever works live. So anyway, welcome to you both. I'm so glad to have you on. I can't wait to get an update from both of you guys. I've missed you. And uh hope your holidays were great. And your Merry Christmas. Oh, we're so trained to say holidays. It just drives me nuts. Anyway, so welcome to both of you. And uh, and let's hear it. I want to I, I want to know what you guys have been uh, out there talking about and letting people understand and, and know about. Where, where do you guys want to start? You know, let's start with the flag, I, Sophie. Yeah. Yes. OK. Start with the flag situation. OK. Um, what, Kate, do you what are your feelings with the new flag? Oh, I think it's horrid, and I've already had it out with Dan McKay over it, and he seems to be very proud of this, and I think it's uh, horrid. I don't know why we're doing this, why there's an emphasis on this. Do we not have bigger fish to fry in America than this or Utah? But they seem to be dead set on turning our flag into what looks like four or five other countries' flags um, that are, yeah. I, it is, it's, like, it's like they went, ooh, there's a flag in Yemen. Let's, uh, let, let's copy that. I mean, that's how weird it looks. It looks very strange. I'm just, I'm just grateful they didn't put a rainbow on it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I am too. 2.0. I am very grateful for that. Goodness. Uh, well, what are your thoughts, Sophie? I think, well, I think if McKay had his way, it would have um, a rainbow on it. Mm. Um, you know, Andrew Badger, I don't know if you're familiar with him, Kate. Yes. 
Um, but he ran an excellent campaign um, for Blake Moore's seat, mm-hmm. um, that huge rhino. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of taken it upon himself to save our flag, and I so appreciate it. Um, just yesterday, he wrote up a hall of, um, well, let's see, a wall of shame and mm-hmm. a hall of patriots. Yes. Um, I talked about that yesterday. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking yes. about. Yeah. Yes. So can we and can we name the names? Please go for it. Okay. Why not? Well, the wall of shame, right? Mm-hmm. You have Dan McKay leading the pack. Right. Cheryl Acton, mm-hmm. Keith Grover, Candace Carucci again, Mike Schultz, Ann Milner, Jake Andereg, Robert Spenlove, Luz Escamilla, Jeff Stenquist, gross, that's from my area, mm-hmm. and Dan Johnson. Yeah. Really sad, isn't it? I mean, it's really, really pathetic. Now, what about the the Patriots? Well, you know Phil Lyman's leading that list. Yes, of course. He is top of the list. Yes, of, for, you know, always. Um, John Johnson, Trevor Lee, Katie Hall, Marianne Lizenby. And mm-hmm. again, these are all the, the good people that are standing up for the principles um, that we want here in Utah. Mike Peterson, mm-hmm. Judy Weeks, Roner. Kara Berkland, Ray Ward, Nelson Abbott, Jason Kyle, Tyler Clancy, Stephen Lund, Jim Dunnigan, Kevin Stratton, Ken Ivory, Kay Christofferson, mm-hmm. Christine Watkins, Jim Jimenez, Colin Jack, Neil Walter, Rex Ship, Stephanie. Uh, mm-hmm. Oops, you cut out. Okay. Scott Sandal, and Chris Wilson. Wow. So it is interesting that they were able to already construct the flag, get all the money to do this, and it hasn't even passed, has it? I don't think it has. Well, that's what's so fascinating. Today, it's in committee. Mm-hmm. It was. It's going to committee at 2.10 today. And I find it even more fascinating that a couple of weeks ago, they were flying the new flag at the University of Utah game, football game. Did you see that? Mm-mm. And no. it's like, who, who, who are these people? Right. And How do they why get to are do they that? so adamant yeah. to usher in these kind of woke things in our state? It's it's a takeover yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of a middle finger to the legislator to not even allow them to do their job to make the decision first. Right. Right. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It's some, some, somehow, some way, they got the go ahead to do this. Where'd that come from? And the money. Yes. Yes. And, and Kate, it's really disturbing. You know, I know, I know Senator Lee is very well loved in Utah, and I can appreciate that. And at the same time, today I was looking at his tweets on the flag, about the flag, and I'm a little concerned that maybe... Um, there mm-hmm. were some deals made or something with mm-hmm. uh, Dan McKay and Senator Lee. Interesting. Um, it's pretty interesting how all of a sudden um, he's really pro new flag. Hmm. Wow. I didn't so, expect that. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but, Kate, maybe if we can move on to the... Um, audit, mm-hmm. which we refer to as the fraud it. Yes, the fraud it, um, yes. Yes. Have you have you taken a look at that? I at have all? not. I have not. Okay. 
Okay. Well, and so speaking of I, Mike Lee, I mean, he's another one that stepped up and said there is no election fraud. So yeah, that was that's very right. You're right for us as well. You're right. He did. He did. What, we know, talked about it on the show. Well, it's unpopular because, you know, he's got a good constitutional record. And so people go off of that. But the thing is, is there are a couple of things he's he's stood for where I'm I'm just shocked. I'm absolutely shocked that he could say, well, I called a couple of governors and they said there was no fraud in their state. So end of story, get off the story and move on. I was I was really shocked by that. Well, don't forget that we had posted with Phil Lyman about fraud happening where votes for Mike Lee were being switched to Becky Mm -hmm. Edwards during the election Mm. and the lieutenant governor admitted publicly in writing that it was true but mike lee still came out and said no no no. there's no problems with elections Jeez. exactly exactly yeah um it's a problem and yeah jen do you have that um that one that bullet okay awesome kate you Mm -hmm. got this this audit is just hilarious and maddening at the same time but it is hilarious um jen go ahead sorry (laughs) how how they can read this the only thing that's funny about it is that they can read this and actually think that they've done their job the first point um that these auditors and by the way it's really important to realize that the state is doing its own audit on the other state agencies so like, there's the not an wolf independent doing third party it for the doing this. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, so the first it, point. The, you know, go ahead, Jen. Um, it's Utah's election controls mitigate the risk of fraud as long as they're used properly. In other words, what they're saying is just trust us. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's kind of a duh statement, right? right? right. But yeah. um, <laughs> this horrific. is the, the Sophie. I think this is the one she loves. Um, You can speak to this as soon as I read it, Sophie. Mistakes made within the voter registration database highlight opportunities for increased oversight. Hmm. Hmm. There are mistakes in the voter registration database. They're they're saying it right there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That that is one of my favorites, but my very most favorite is the next one. Okay. Okay. Are we ready for this? This This is the drum roll one. Let's hear it. Canvas ballot totals from Utah's 2022 primary election did not match those recorded in the central voter database. Wait Let a minute. Sink in. <laughs> Wait a minute. That, it said it didn't Canvas match. Canvas ballot okay. totals did not match the central mm-hmm. database. Um, okay. And then what? So that's explosive. So then, then, then what? Nothing. Well, then the next one is some counties chain of custody practices make it difficult to account for all their ballots. Okay, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. These are explosive statements. So what's yeah. going on because of the explosive statement that the, the records don't match, the things don't match? What? So what okay. what are they doing about what, it? <laughs> what happened? What happened was the media, the leftist media here and uh-huh. the lieutenant governor's office uh-huh. and the governor's office put out this narrative that everything's beautiful, you know, (laughs) even though the fox is guarding the hen house. Even though nothing adds up. Even though the numbers don't match. Oh, God. I mean, it it, it is shocking. And and there are 98 pages (laughs) of 
problems and issues in this audit. And what does the leftist media in Utah and the lieutenant governor's office put out? There was no fraud found. And everything is beautiful and wonderful. Yep. There's no fraud because, I mean, the numbers don't match. The voter registration database has many mistakes. Uh, Right. I mean. I'm just stunned. Uh, And we can't do a a proper chain of custody because there's missing ballots. Oh, but other than gosh. that, we're doing good. That is, we're doing great. That's truly amazing. That is truly amazing. And, and Kate, that's the first page. That's on the first page of the bulleted points of the findings, and they're telling us that the numbers don't add up. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and then it continues by saying Utah lacks clear legal standards for election signature verification. This one's interesting because, Sophie, do you want to explain this one, the Zuckerbucks and how this electronic signature, why that's a concern? Yes, this point makes so much sense to Jen and I because we found in FOIAs that the Zuckerbucks money mm-hmm. was used to um, purchase this machine called the Agilis machine. And by just a flip of a switch, this machine will automatically verify signatures. And we know that Salt Lake County purchased this Agilis machine and uses it in our elections. Oh my and gosh. so, of course, the signature right. verification has issues because you have a machine just automatically verifying signatures. This is... Yeah. And you to... could even turn off the machine uh-huh. so it won't even look at signatures. That's an <laughs> oh option, gosh. too. We have to go to a break. I'm just... Well, we'll come right back. I'm just... I, I'm just trying to understand how they could do that. And our entire legislator, our entire, all the politicians that are here just silent over this. That's amazing. Be right back. What a, mm, I have so many words in my head I can't say. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. More with Sophie and Jen when we come back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, this is so government right now. I can't. (laughs) It just makes me sick. Anyway, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. So glad you're listening today. I was on Alex Jones Live earlier on camera, and you can go see that at band.video. Band period video. You just go there. There's no .com or anything. It's just band, the word band, period, video. And you'll see the Alex Jones show and you can go on and you can, I take over the hour and you can see what I'm talking about. Um, And I did a deep dive on uh, a company out of Germany that scares me, quite frankly. Um, So I also wanted to mention, look, Liberty Youth Academy, they're doing amazing things. If you want an actual education for your child, um, if I'm going to, you know, I'm serious. I have, I have such a love for this academy, Liberty Youth. Please go and get a classical education where your kids can talk about God and they can talk about the truth of things and there's no hidden messages and you don't have to sit at home worrying. Um, this is a fantastic school. Go to libertyyouthacademy.org. They're taking enrollment um, up till February 15th or beginning of February 15th. And also, but you need to contact them too. Also in Tucson too. And what a phenomenal school that they built. I also wanted to give a big shout out to Garage Doors Only. If you have, if you need a garage door, go there because they're incredible. Garage Doors Only will give you the best price, best service, best text. They're known for all of that. Five-star reviews, amazing. And also um, 435-868-1200. You're going to love them. 
and tell them we sent you. They're on Bluff Street and also uh, ABC Auto. ABC Auto has been amazing. Please, please, please go to ABC Auto. If you need, if you're in an accident, you get to choose your provider, but they don't ever tell you that. See, it's always kind of like, you know, weird. Like they don't, they don't the insurance companies don't tell you, you get to choose your provider. Choose ABC because again, five-star reviews and amazing. Um, okay, Sophie and Jen, you know, it's like gouging my eyes out daily. I swear, there's just so many things that are going on wait till we get to water but i the, the whole fraud it here's all the things that didn't match up and we obviously have voter fraud but nothing to see here folks everything's fine is that the gist of the report this the gist of it and don't forget that our governor has threatened any citizen that asks questions about the election integrity i mean so we've got an audit that, again, is, is more like a fraud if you ask us. And to say that the canvas ballot totals did not match those recorded in the official database is crazy. I mean, we have had people up and down the state do independent canvases, all of which came back. Many of these groups do not even know each other. Mm-hmm. And they all come back and say, there's a lot of problems. Nothing's matching up at a city level, at a precinct level, at a county level. And so this is this is a huge problem. I mean, we also had a statistician find that the public record numbers, you know, if you request a public record to get some numbers for the for the audit, um, it did not match the official numbers put out by the lieutenant governor's office. And so this is a huge concern that they are trying to silence. We had almost 1,100 people, if we had to estimate, show up at the Capitol um, October of uh, 2021 asking for an actual audit. And, yes. and this, this joke is what we just got, you know, the, the, the fraud it. It is not what the people asked for with their petitions and affidavits and things like that. We wanted an independent source to do it. But the lieutenant governor showed up at that at that committee meeting. And Sophie, tell them about that one. Yeah, it was it was fascinating. She gave a, a, a comment in this committee and said, you know, we follow the law in Utah. We follow the law pertaining to, you know, when it comes to elections mm-hmm. and Jen and I were so fascinated by that statement because just right off the bat, when Phil Lyman, representative Mm -hmm. um, in the legislature, right, Mm -hmm. um, he twice requested the voter rolls from Lieutenant Governor's office. She twice denied him and he's legally owed those. And so it was so confusing to us how she's making this public statement that she follows the law. And then we're like, wait, wait, you got to tell him what what her excuse was for not giving him to him. Yes, she did not. He did not quote feel comfortable. comfortable. What? Wait a minute. The reason she gave a legislator the excuse for not giving him what he has the authority to have is because she didn't feel comfortable? The lieutenant she did not governor? feel comfortable. She was, con- she was concerned that they were, we would try to overthrow the gubernatorial election. Doesn't that just tell you where the, the, where the fear uh, the, and panic is coming from? I mean, she's living in the vat of hypocrisy. I mean, I drowning in hypocrisy. Whoa. So what did he say yeah. to that? I can't even imagine getting that back. I have the authority to have this, but you're denying me because you don't feel comfortable? Yeah. Because you don't want us to see what you're doing? I mean, it's, this is insane. Yeah. You know, I think 
I don't want to speak for him, um, yeah. but I think Phil is just like it, he he's so astonished I, by the yeah. level, like the audacity of them continuing to say we have clean, beautiful gold, gold standard elections when it's just I mean. Time after time, these things are coming out that, no, we don't. No, we don't. And I'm sure, I mean... Honestly, I'm sure the lieutenant governor, she's that that's a horrible position to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, your elections are a mess. Yes. The people are finding out that mm-hmm. it's a scam and you have to. I mean, Kate, in the history of Utah, mm-hmm. have you ever seen billboards or ads go up by the lieutenant governor? Mm-hmm. about how perfect our elections are. <laughs> Have you ever seen that I mean, since you've it, lived here? No, it reeks, it reeks, it reeks of covering arses and also um, making sure that you buy into the propaganda on the billboard. It's just so obvious. It's almost pathetic. It's like that obvious. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. like we I'm actually embarrassed put, um, for her. Yeah, really, truly. We put billboards up mm-hmm. right next to hers and sometimes on the same billboard is hers that literally called her out saying that Utah um, wants election integrity, mm-hmm. not just election security to try to you know combat her message. And we got some opposition um, to the, the company was pressured to take some of those down. Right, right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's got a lot of influence and you know, no, she doesn't want anyone looking at her own election, I'm sure. And uh, and so I, I just I can't believe she's getting away with all of this. It's amazing. She is. And and just to I don't know how much time we have, but I we don't want to get off before we mention um, there is one solution mm-hmm. or a little bit of a solution to this fraud it okay make sure that moving going forward maybe we can have a true audit instead of this ridiculous thing they right. put together um so phil lyman is running a bill it's hb 155 mm-hmm. and the entire purpose of this bill is that a independent unbiased mm-hmm. um third party group, organization, company will run the audit. Wow. Instead of having the, yeah, instead of having the fox guarding the hen house, um, (laughs) we will, we will have a true audit. And so I would just encourage, I know, I know a lot of your listeners do not live particularly close to the Capitol, Mm -hmm. but Jen and I are going to be there when that bill goes to committee, Mm -hmm. because we, in our experience, um, Lieutenant Governor Henderson and her minions, what they do is never before have lieutenant governors come and sat in committee meetings about elections and offered comments. Interesting. Um, but they do. They sh- she shows up to these committees and, try. you know, it feels mm-hmm. a little bit of some strong arming going on with the, the people sitting on the committee um, and a little bit of intimidation. But whatever. Um, Jen and I are going to show up and we're going to we're going to give our comment how we must have this bill to have an unbiased audit. Mm. Oh, yeah. And Kate, if mm-hmm. you could just encourage your people, sure. I mean, don't wait till the last minute. It to let your legislator know that you're against this. I mean, they, okay. their minds are usually made up at that point what they're going to do that right. day for the right. most part. Right. 
have them start now. Like today, start calling these people now. Give them the evidence. You know, show them point. video, show them stats, mm-hmm. show them the state's own audit and say, how is this okay? I so agree with you on this. It, it is it is amazing to see this report come out. And this is the one that the wolf did. And they're already admitting problems. But you're not supposed to look at those problems, right? But they're, they're still even admitting problems. And can you imagine what the real problems look like? And so you've got, you've got these wolves spinning this out. It would be, I mean, I can't imagine not wanting an audit from a third party. And so um, this is where we get to see feet to fire. And I was excited for this legislative session because I want to see who's worth their salt. And I'll out anyone that is going to throw us under the bus, our liberty, our freedom, our elections. I will. And so I want to see who's who's really worth their salt that in the elections that we just got. And I know some of the people that got elected probably didn't actually get elected. And the, the commissioners yeah. are still going to be told by Didi, you will say these are great elections, and they still are. So it's really pathetic what, what's happening. But at the same time, we've got to put more pressure on them, on the county commissioners and on the legislators, to put because because really and truly, they like to work as a group around here, and they like to up the north too. So put pressure on the whole of the group to start standing up because the people aren't having it, right? For sure. And and just really quickly, I can't remember the exact numbers. I've got all these bill numbers floating mm-hmm. around my head, but I know Thurston, mm-hmm. um, Thurston and Thatcher have election bills that are just horrible. They're oh, horrible. Sure. Coming um, from them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think Thurston's bill is a bill that will allow any municipality to run RCV elections. Mm -hmm. And then um, Thatcher is using the homeless population to um, ballot harvest. (laughs) So there's that. You know, coming from the two of them, they're two of the worst. And so, yeah, I can I can imagine that they would put those up. And so now we get to put a lot of pressure. And this is the time when you put as much pressure as you possibly can on these people in elected office in Utah to do the right thing and uh, and not and not go with these people's bills. I, I can't even imagine that. Can you? Oh, oh, no. And I, when people talk to their legislators, mm-hmm. uh, again, have them support Phil Lyman's bill and not support the other two we just talked about. You know, it's okay. one thing to just push one bill and get support so, for it, but we need to make sure that they realize these bad bills mm-hmm. are very bad bills. Push 155, push 155 by Phil Lyman and get the other bills yes. by the two T's, Thurston and Thatcher, to go away. <laughs> um, so yes. I hope people remember that. And we'll keep saying that on the air. But if you guys want to stick around, you can, because I want to talk about the water. Oh, jeez. This new bill they're oh. trying to put forth that just makes my heart sink. And um, and you guys can mention anything else, too, that we haven't mentioned, because this is a big deal. I know it means a lot to everybody out there on this election fraud. You know, you go around a community and you realize how many people do not have faith in these elections anymore because we're seeing evidence in front of us. It's too obvious now. So for the elected officials to turn their back on what's so obvious, um, it just it makes me scream because, you know, I don't. How can we get people to finally put the amount of pressure on these elected officials that we need to? Because it seems to me the party puts pressure on them, and that seems to win out often. And 
I just, I don't have a lot of respect uh, for politicians in general. So it's, it's tough to get people to do it. But I know, I know that elections mean a lot to us. And I know they feel very, uh, that, that we got uh, the total sham elections. And so knowing that, I'm actually really, really happy about that, that people are finally awakening to that and that they'll hopefully this time put pressure on these people. We'll be right back with Sophie and Jen. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Sophie and Jen had to run, and I really appreciate all that they're doing. Please make sure Phil Lyman's 155 bill gets promoted and gets encouraged. I get some encouragement to your legislator to vote for that because that will give us a third party audit that we need and really start to spell out the hot mess that we're in in elections. Okay, Phil Lyman's bill 155, very, very important that that goes through. And Phil Lyman is one that I trust, and I don't say that very often, do I? <laughs> it's slim pickings in the state of Utah, which is really pathetic. Um, look, uh, go to uh, the Alex Jones Show, of course. Uh, you can get it on band, period, video. And uh, I'm on every week, have been for a year and a half. I can't believe it's been a year and a half. Um, look, I also, uh, a couple of things too. Beehive Rental, get all your rental needs from them. They're incredible. They're good patriot people and they understand not only America, but how to run a great business. And so you'll love Beehive Rental. Just tell them we sent you for any of your rental needs, equipment, you name it, tools. They're in, they're amazing. Um, float them your business. And then um, uh, invasionbook.com, get the book. Go to treeoflibertysociety.com too. Uh, Tree of Liberty Society, all that is from Ben McClintock, and he does a great job at helping us understand what's going on in the state of Utah and how to get our cities and counties back from the hijacking that we're under. So I love that, right? Who doesn't love that? Um, look, uh, there's, there's a couple things. Tonight, I think, I'm pretty sure it's tonight. Um, you have Mark Hur speaking for Citizens for a Constitutional Government. I think it's at the Washington City Library tonight, um, talking about the thing, the the, the man, the you know, kind of the cloaked anonymous uh, man that is kind of running your life right now when it comes to uh, data and all the things that we're dealing with in tech and. This is important. It's a great message. Next week, January 26th, David Clements, uh, Professor David Clements, who I've had on the show, will be here to talk about um, audits and election fraud, what to do next. He's been a stellar voice, outspoken, truthful, honest. He's amazing. And he was, he's the clip that I play when he was talking to the city council. And he was, you know, basically yelling at them. That's him. <laughs> okay. So he... He is, he's really good. And he's going to be at the Green Springs Clubhouse on January 26th at 6.30. And so I'll tell you about that a few more times too. The flag is atrocious. Dan McKay knows it. People are supporting him because they're his buddies and it's just sad to watch. Um, the flag looks like 
all these other countries. It's very weird. And it has nothing really to do much with the state of Utah. They stuck a beehive on it. And that was about it. So the rest of it's just nothing to see here, folks. Part of the UN. Part of the UN flagatry. <laughs> Is that a word? I also uh, wanted to uh, to tell you, too, um, you know, people try to correspond with the mayors and, and uh, the city council members and, and so forth. And if they get resistance, they try to say you're a Kate Daly show supporter. And that's all that needs to be said because they all they hate you all so much. So I thought I'd convey that to you. I mean, I have Victor on tape saying how much he hates me. And oh, gosh, you know what drama. But, you know, I wish I had good things to say. I wish I had positive things that they were doing to act like true Americans and restore liberty and things like that. I wish I had a lot to say because I'd say it. I would say it, but what do they do? They constantly go on the defense of, oh, you must be a Kate Daly show listener and you get to hear about what we're really doing. So I'm not going to listen to you anymore. That's the message people are getting. Um, and that's pretty sad. That's pretty, it's pathetic really, but they're, you know, running this, the city into the ground. And I, I hope everybody starts to realize this sooner than later. I really do. You're getting stuff done that is hor- horrific to you. And you, and most people don't even know it. Most people don't realize the horrific nature to which they're running this uh, sitting into the ground and doing it with a whole lot of money, okay? The other thing I wanted to mention, too, is this new water um, shortage bill. And what this bill does is it takes money from farmers. Let me say that again. The new bill seizes water from ranchers, from farmers in an emergency. This is by Republican. I know. Republican. It just makes me sick. Carl um, Albrecht. And uh, he's been serving since 2017. And what they're saying basically is we've introduced this new bill. And in any emergency that they want to really talk about, but water, they'll have to, you know, somehow couch it into emergency for all and mostly for water. We get to just take your water, your property. It's about property rights, the loss of them. We get to take your water from you for an unspecified amount of time until the emergency we say is over. Okay. Now, you know, they've been touting drought, right? Over and over and over again. How's that drought working out for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they say that it's okay to do this in this bill because of the fact that they're going to compensate the farmers later on. They're going to compensate you. They're going to give you some cash later on, you know, when it all pans out, when you don't have any food and you can't, you lose your farm and you can't make the bills and everything else. Then we'll, we'll pay you and it's going to be whatever we determine it to be. It amends the power of the Department of Agriculture and Food. It addresses references to a revolving loan fund. It addresses governmental immunity. Enacts the water preferences during emergencies chapter. Providing um, defining terms, outlining the process for declaring a temporary water shortage emergency. Addressing water use preferences under a temporary water shortage emergency. Of course, providing compensation. They just don't say when that will be. Maybe maybe after you lose your farm. I don't know. 
and um, repeals existing statutes related to water preferences and a study makes technical changes in this bill. When they do things like this, they do not have the right to take that away from property rights. They do not have a right to do that. And they do not define what is determined as a water shortage. As you know, um, um, our mayors, our city councils, they love the word drought. Love the word drought. They don't like the word cyclical, <laughs> but they, but they love to tout drought. Why? Because it gives them power. Because they can enact uh, rules, legislation, regulations against you, the citizen. You have to have these appliances. You can only have this much lawn. They love it. They love it. This mayor loves it in particular. This woman mayor that we have, Madame. Madame Mayor. Sorry, I have to say it like that because that's how atrocious it sounds that she wants to be called Madame Mayor, um, like the Speaker of the House. Oh, horrifying. Anyway, so we have all of this going on. We have the drought. Anytime they can tell you there's a drought, you're supposed to believe it. You're supposed to take that information and go, yep, we're in a drought. And the audacity of claiming a drought in the middle of monsoon rains has to be a whole new level of low. <laughs> Just has to be a whole new level, right? People can actually see out their windows. We actually realize we're in the middle of monsoon rains, still, tr still touting drought. That's why we joke all the time about, hey, how's that drought affecting you? So what are we going to do about that? I would hope that you would, the next two weeks are going to involve a lot of contacting and emailing. And I just hope that uh, the people out there listening will devote even a half hour at night, get off TikTok, get off Facebook and start emailing these representatives and letting them know how you feel. Carl Albrecht is the one doing this bill. Let him know how you feel. He claims to be a conservative and you can't wait to take away property rights. In the event of any kind of water shortage they can think of, it doesn't matter how severe. They never talk about that. There, and that wouldn't be right anyway. But see, the problem is they never even identify it, and they're ready to take your property rights whether, whether they can or not. They're giving themselves authority that they do not have. So write your legislator, because your, your letter, your email, one email is worth a thousand emails. That's really great. That's really great. So... It can do, it can put some pressure on them. The party puts an awful lot of pressure on them to go one way. And I know Spencer Cox, because he loves saying the word drought, he's going to put a lot of pressure on the legislative body to, to go with this bill. This is a nightmare. This is how, like in the future, when we say, well, be close to your farmers, or if they stop food supply or things happen to our food supply, you have local farmers. Wouldn't this then strip that away? If, you, if the local farmers can't produce, then what do we do? Do you see how smart cities and all of this, all of this kind of comes into one? Do you see the control they're putting over the entire state, stripping people of property rights? This guy's a buffoon, Carl Albright, trying to pass this. So where's the outcry? Where are all of our legislators and state senators down here? Where's the outcry on this bill? Are we going to see it? Do I have to hold my breath? Are we going to see anyone talk about this? They certainly didn't say a whole lot about removing Dixie and all these things, but this is worse. This is property rights. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You got uh, about a minute. 
Yes, I'd like to give the legal grounds to cite in your letters, mm-hmm. uh, fourth, fifth, and the eminent domain. In eminent domain, uh, it has to be uh, seized and used for a public purpose, like a park. I, I'm not a big fan of eminent domain, but for it to be constitutional. But in the Fourth Amendment, you cannot seize anybody's property unless you have a warrant issued by a judge for probable cause of a crime committed. Where's where have we been committing these crimes? Uh, secondly, emergency. Uh, this is really important. It doesn't matter how often they say emergency in a bill, mm-hmm. in the con- state constitution, federal constitution, it does not grant any extra powers because you use the word emergency. And last, and probably the most important, well, they're all important, uh, you can, no individual, no citizen of our state can be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process. The due process is outlined mainly in the U.S. Constitution. You have to have a trial. You have to be able to fa- uh, be accused of a crime. You have an opportunity to bring in your witnesses. You have an opportunity to uh, cross-examine, and uh, the uh, you have all sorts of rights, probable cause, and so forth. Uh, that's Every individual has to have an individual trial that has their property seized. This is what we need to be citing, the law. And the, the eminent, uh, what I just cited, uh, you can't be deprived without uh, property, is in both the 14th Amendment, the U.S. Constitution, it states that the states have to respect your uh, property rights in this respect, and also in our own Constitution, Utah. Yep. It's right there. It's like about seven uh, sentences down from the beginning of the Constitution. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Really appreciate that. And all of that needs to be cited. Listen to this again on podcast. Really appreciate you. Um, exactly right. They don't have the authority to do this. Tell this guy what a buffoon he is for even trying. Why would somebody try to take away water from ranchers and farmers on this guise of an emergency? They claim emergencies for anything now, for everything. Do you realize they shut down our state in the name of an emergency without a single case of COVID? And I could go off on that whole thing of what I think about COVID. Sniffles. They did that before there was ever a case. Are you kidding me? They're going to strip away water rights from and take water from ranchers and farmers on anything they deem as an emergency? Haven't we already seen this play out? They have zero authority to do this. They cannot strip you of your property rights. Tell Carl Albrecht what a buffoon he is, that he is not a conservative, that he's, it's quite horrifying that he would actually come up with this. I'm sure a committee did too. Um, and uh, that he would present this. It's sickening. I'm embarrassed for him. This kind of stuff we're going to see over and over again. Every, I, I promise you, you're going to see more of this stuff. And if we don't start voicing people, They're going to pass another thousand laws that hurt our liberty. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. They have zero authority to do this. I want to see more of our locals standing up and being vocal and doing articles about that instead of just trying to get reelected with the general sort of, you know, you love me because I do this, this and this. No, you stand up against this because this is our ranchers and farmers. This is our local food supply. This is the lifeblood. Property rights are the lifeblood of this country. You start standing up for this, all you local elected officials. 
it just makes me sick that they're so silent. Silent, weak wuss bags is what they are. You're not hearing a peep out of them. And that's just pathetic. It's pathetic to me. Oh, don't even get me started. I hate legislative systems. Hide your wallets, hide your property rights, hide your children. The legislative session is ready to come after all three of those things, no doubt. Sickening, 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 sickening who we have up down here. Anyways, all right, be right back with Melissa and then Susan. And uh, I still can't believe I'm looking at a bill that wants to strip farmers and ranchers of their water. I just can't even. Be right back, Kate Daly Show.